Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Great to have you with us. 888-933-93. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, joined this week by uh, ch- uh, Chewing the Fats, uh, Jeffy Fisher. Welcome. Uh, Keith, For some, I, I guess he's he, he's uh, taking some time off to have another surgery. What? Guy's, what, 40, 42, and he's fallen apart at the seams, man. He's had, he's had is surgery. Is he really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is some man unit thing or something. I think he's having that Ooh, operated on. It's, that one yeah, hurts. He's having one installed or, I don't know, something. Um, <laughs> you can do that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can do that. Oh, that's right. I did watch yeah. Miss Universe last yeah, night. Yeah. So. Oh, was that on last night? Miss Universe, yeah. So they had the first ever uh, transgendered woman. Yeah. And how'd she do? She looked great. How'd she, did she, she looked, win? She looked great. No. No, she did not win. Okay. Because she was one of the favorites, of course, because... She's transgendered. Oh, maybe, so. You know what? Maybe she, I got to see now. I don't want to say no, but I don't, the story that I saw didn't say she won. The story I saw didn't say oh, she won. Oh, they would have made so. a big deal out of that because that would have been that would have been big news. We'd be seeing that everywhere. That's true. So she obviously Philippines did. won. Okay. An actual, a, a woman who was born a woman. Okay. Yes. I see. Yes. Yeah. But the Spain, okay. the Spain contestant was beautiful. Is she the trans? That's a trans person. Yeah. She did not look like the candidate from Vermont that was running for governor. No, well, she's actually been been through, had the surgery and everything. The candidate for Vermont, I think, is still waiting. Has not had the surgery. No, still waiting on that. Uh, Hasn't even had anything done with the voice. (laughs) Because the voice is Uh, like that. You can't help but what you feel. I want to be the next governor of Vermont over there. You got a problem with that, eh? You talking to me? (laughs) She did look pretty, though. Yeah, she was beautiful. Okay. One of the most beautiful you know, women I've ever seen. Uh, just like, um, you know, Caitlyn Jenner. Just so beautiful. So very, very You lovely. say that like people don't. Think no, I, of course. She's lovely. Lovely. Okay. Really, really beautiful. Okay. <laughs> uh, we were going over this, this new poll uh, the Democrats had conducted. Now, this one is a little different than the one we talked about last week that had Beto O'Rourke, uh, the top, the lead candidate, by quite a bit. Right in this. Oh, this is an Iowa poll. That's why it's uh, the Iowa caucus poll. And uh, Beto was only third in the Iowa caucus poll, I think. Is it is the is the one you were just talking about? Not from the Iowa caucus. That's the one I saw over the weekend. Pollingreport.com from I'm not sure if it's from Iowa or not. Mm, Okay, the one I saw over the weekend was from Iowa. But this. This one well, it could be, but and it sounds like the same results. Same results, yeah. Biden was number one at thirty percent, uh, followed distantly by Bernie, Bernie Sanders, Sanders, number two at something like fourteen percent. Yeah, less than half. Beto had nine. Beto was coming up with a strong nine, and then you had all the all, yeah, all Cory Booker, heads. Kamala Harris. They were all they at were all two and three, four percent. Yeah. Um, so the three main candidates. And really, there was only one main candidate, just Joe Biden. Yeah, well, then you need a new face for the party. Yeah. <laughs> you need a new face for the party. Yeah. Now, when they say, obviously, they, when they say they need a new face for the party. Anybody they, but Hillary. Right. That's what they mean. Right. Yeah. Because uh, Biden is not a new face. Not a new face. Uh, he's a 76-year-old face. who would be 78, <laughs> his face would be, uh, by 2020. Bernie I mean, Sanders would be seventy nine. So seventy nine eighty is the new. That's a new 50, twenty, right? It's a new twenty. 
I, I, can you do you remember the the nonsense they they used to yell and spew about Ronald Reagan being too old? Oh, he was ready for a nursing home. Ronald Reagan, when when he was first elected president, was seventy years old. Seventy. Bernie Sanders would be nine years older than Reagan was. <laughs> Biden would be eight years older. Yeah, that's ridiculous. You, we can't start electing eighty-year-old men to the office because. Uh, you're already past the average age of death for a man in America. No. <laughs> Can we draw the line somewhere? <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that the line, the age of death? Yes. If you're past the age of death, you can't, the, be, you president. can't be president. That's a new law. Yes. If you're past the average age American men die, sorry, you can't be president. <laughs> in fact, you can't hold any office in the United States of America. Those numbers have been going up, though, right? Haven't they really? Is no, it's it's uh, as a matter of fact. I think it just down? went down. Yeah, I think it did too. That's what they were saying last week that the uh, that the expected life the, the life expectancy for men in America I think oh, went down uh, because that's the because of uh, uh, obesity. Psh, whatever, oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Whatever. First of You're all. welcome. Yeah, there's plenty that we've struggled with trying to feed the world, and now we can feed the world. Leave us alone. Yeah, right. Uh, we now we're worried about eating ourselves to death instead of <laughs> right. starvation. I think that's better, actually. I think that's better. What eating yourself? Yes. Yes. Eating absolutely. yourself to, to death is better than starving to death. I'll take that every day, all day. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, the Dems are out. Democrats are outraged. They are vowing to appeal a federal judge's ruling that could undo the U.S. health care law known as Obamacare. Uh, U.S. District Judge Reed O'Connor ruled late Friday that the health insurance reform known as the Affordable Care Act is unconstitutional. Thank you. Finally. Nice. The White House said it expects the ruling to be appealed to the Supreme Court. For now, the law remains in place. But Democrats who have seen the law survive scores of legal and legislative attacks, which I don't know how it's done that, <laughs> vowed to fight back, saying the health coverage of millions of Americans is at stake. They didn't seem to care when uh, Obamacare took away the health care of millions of Americans. No, that didn't matter to them. If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. That was a lie for about 5 million people. Senate Democrat leader uh, Chuck Schumer tweeted that Republicans had pretended to care about those protected by Obamacare while quietly trying to remove that support in the courts. Next year, we will force votes to expose their lies. Yeah, you do that. Democrats see the law as a signature achievement of Barack Obama, while Republicans dismiss it as governmental overreach. Uh, Donald Trump made abolishing and replacing the program a central central pledge of his presidential campaign, but of course uh, hasn't been able to quite undo it all. In a separate Obamacare case in 2012, five of the nine Supreme Court justices have upheld the law, as we remember. Thank you, uh, John Roberts. Pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. Trump expressed delight at the court's ruling on a complaint brought by several Republican attorneys and two Republican governors. It's a great ruling for our country. We'll be able to get great health care, he said. It was a big, big victory by a highly respected judge. As I predicted all along, Obamacare has been struck down as an unconstitutional disaster.
Yeah, he's right about I that. It is. That's great I stuff. You got to love that. I love him. <laughs> Everything he does, I, I he does do. with flair, doesn't he? I love him. He's the man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I do. I, he's growing on me every day. No, I know. He I grows know on it. me every day, man. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can say. I love him. <laughs> I truly love him. Uh, he's He's something. Oh, I'll give him he that. He is something. He is something. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Um, he, I, you know, his, uh, his one of his lawyers, Rudy Giuliani, to me is not helping him though. He's not helping. He's not a helper. <laughs> he doesn't I, appear to be. I think it's time for Rudy Giuliani to just be quiet. Shh. Let me just say, shh. Rudy, I don't want to fire you, but shh. Be please just quit. shut up. Just quit. Just, just shut, shut your mouth. Please stop showing up on shows. Uh, go back to the background and let's use your inside voice a lot more. Okay. <laughs> Here he is talking about collusion. I, this is amazing to me. Beyond what you just said, I have no idea. What well, let me talking. ask you a few specific. I have no, I have no idea. That, I, I know that uh, collusion is, is not a crime. Right? It was Okay. So collusion. Don't worry about collusion. It's it's not a crime. So he's not saying there was no collusion. He's saying collusion isn't a crime. Well, everybody colludes. You're of course. It's sure. over with by the time of the election. Mm-hmm. And it was over I, anyway. I don't know. Well, let me ask you specific. That. Let me ask you a few specific it, questions. Then it, it didn't happen. I can't imagine how. Did we the had president? Ever. Did Donald Trump know that Michael Cohen was pursuing the Trump Tower in Moscow into the summer of 2016? According to the answer that he gave, <laughs> according to the answer, it would have covered all the way up to November mm-hmm. of. Covered all the way up to November of 2016. He said he had conversations with him about it. The president didn't hide this. They well, know earlier they had said those conversations stopped in January 2016. I don't, I mean, the date, I mean, until you actually sit down and answer mm-hmm. the questions and yeah, you go you back know. and you, you look at the know. papers and you look at uh, the trend, you're not going to know what happened. That's why, uh-huh. you're not that's know. why lawyers, you know, Busy. prepare for mm-hmm. those answers. Okay, then let me ask a, sec- a second question. Did the president know about Don Jr.'s Trump Tower meeting with Russians at the time? No. No. Okay, there you go. So there was no collusion, but... If there was collusion, collusion's not illegal. And if it, if it's if it was collusion, uh, it ended by the time of the election. Ah. <laughs> Again, Rudy, let's keep all this stuff in our inside voice now, okay? Our inside the head voice. Collusion like- <laughs> in and of itself is not illegal, okay? When if I, if you and I, Pat, say we, mm-hmm. I say, hey, let's throw, let's throw Sarah, uh, uh, Sarah, our. our director of the Glenn Beck program, a birthday party, mm-hmm. a surprise birthday party. We've just colluded. Have we? Right. Okay. But, but not that's not Russians. illegal. Well, but if you're a candidate for president of the United States and you're colluding with Russians, uh, that's an issue. That's a problem. I, that's a problem, but is it illegal? It's not, it's not illegal, I guess, according to Rudy Giuliani. No, think- and even if it is, uh, it ended before the election, so that's a bad excuse. It had, it that's, it, we colluded with it. It didn't have anything to do with the the outcome of the election. Right, right. So get over it. Yeah, that's that's essentially what he's saying there. Uh, but that's not what they were saying in the beginning. They've said all along, the president has said all along, there was no collusion. This is a witch hunt. This is a hoax. Stop with the collusion. Now he's saying, well, even if there was collusion, it's not against the law. Well, he sat down. That's a bad argument. He looked at his notes. Uh And he realized what was said, what went on, what happened. Yeah. And he went, oh. Oh, man. That's right. 
You can't be expected to remember just off the top of your head. Well, you don't know until happened. you're asked Thank by a prosecutor. You, you can't remember what. Uh, Thank you. You know how long you were trying to get a, a hotel in Moscow. I mean, not until somebody sits down with you and says, "Well, uh, how long were you trying to get a hotel in Moscow?" Well, I don't know. I thought well, it was I'm November, just... and I thought it was ju- January. It might have been November. I don't remember. <laughs> I, I, I got to check my notes. <laughs> It seems like kind of a big deal. When it there's, does. I don't know, billions of dollars at stake. You might remember it that. It does. It really does. It, it feels like we're, I mean, we're, I want to say that, every, you know, they're, both sides make points to where I listen to one side and I go, yeah, there mm-hmm. you go. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Then I listen to the other side and go, yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay, that's it. Yeah. It's amazing. It's also getting to the point where I think we've just got so much fatigue on this issue. I don't want to hear about it at all. I don't I'm, I'm just kind of tired of hearing I about it. Either. Can we just stop with the whole Russian thing? Stop it. If you haven't proven it by now, I mean, it's been right. two years. Come right. on. And look, I mean, Trump has be, they got him investigated from top to bottom. Oh, on every right? aspect of his life. I mean, every yeah. part Everything. of this man's life. Mm-hmm. And it's going to get worse in January. It's actually going, it's going to get worse before it gets better. This is all we're going to hear about, our investigations into Trump's life. That's all we're going to hear about. And, you know, according to some of these stories that are coming out, they're saying that the president's a little nervous about the impeachment thing. And he probably should have, should be, because I'm sure that the House will try to, will try to impeach him. And they probably will. But the Senate won't convict him, so he won't be removed from office. But I'm guessing there's going to be impeachment happening in the next two years. They're going to try, right? But, I mean, we are so, you know, you talk about uh, fatigue and uh, beaten down with, okay, just come on, enough. Uh, You know, Mm -hmm. then there's a new CNN poll that said uh, Americans break against the idea, according to the new CNN poll, uh, 50% say they don't feel that Trump ought to be impeached or removed from office. Now uh, you know, that's a lot. That's it was gone. CNN. Yeah, I mean it was that's a lot. It was uh, it was lower than that. I mean there were less people uh, saying they didn't want him impeached uh, not too long ago. So it's moving in the wrong direction for CNN. Yes, and <laughs> I mean, for they, the Democrats. Yeah, and so I think some of the Democrats understand that if that's what they devote all their time to, all their time and effort, uh, it's going to hurt them. Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm not sure enough Democrats understand that concept though. Not to proceed with it anyway. I, I, I think they will. Uh, 888-933-93. Let me tell you about uh, something that you may not have been, you may not be aware of, home title theft. This is a uh, fast-growing felony in America. And once it happens to you, once your home's title is stolen from you, uh, with all these titles being stored online, it's pretty easy for these thieves to get their hands on it and just transfer it over to their name forge your signature, and then it's theirs. Then they take that title to another bank and take out a massive home loan, home equity line of credit, and you get stuck with the payments. Really, really bad. Sure is. I mean, with a, if they steal your credit card information, they can, you know, they'll get a couple, maybe uh, hundreds or thousands. This could be hundreds of thousands of dollars. They could even sell your home out from under you. Um, don't let this happen to you. Don't take the chance. Get home title lock. If you own a home, if you have any rental properties, or maybe you have elderly parents who may not be aware of this kind of stuff, get home title lock for pennies a day. 
Home Title Lock puts a virtual barrier around your home's title. And anytime they detect any kind of sinister activity, they get on it and shut it down. Now, your home's title could already be compromised. You can find out by signing up at HomeTitleLock.com, and they'll give you a free title scan and report. That's a $100 value normally for free just by signing up. Visit HomeTitleLock.com and get some peace of mind that this can't happen to you. HomeTitleLock.com. Pat Gray. Unleashed. 888-933-93. And it Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Also, the Democrats are battling the president on the wall being built. Um, Chuck Schumer was on, uh, I think, with, with Chuck Todd talking about the wall. Move on to the issue that may lead to a government shutdown. It is immigration. I want to play for something you said in 2009 on the Senate floor. Take oh, a yeah. listen. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People who enter the United States without our permission are mm-hmm. illegal aliens, and illegal aliens should not be treated the same as people what? who entered the U.S. legally. Wait, Apologies, what? you said that at Georgetown Law School, not on the floor of the That's Senate okay. there. Um, well, Some know. people at Georgetown would think it's even better to say it there. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> Senator Schumer, do you still believe in that principle? Of course, no, no Democrat believes that there's no difference between legal and illegal immigration. Well, you could have fooled me. Uh, no Democrat believes there's no difference between legal and Ill- illegal immigration? They don't uh, differentiate please. ever. 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 They used to, as was just proven, they used to differentiate. They used to be completely against illegal immigration. They used to rail on it on the Senate floor, on the House on the House floor. Uh, they used to speak out against it really strongly. Yeah. Now all you do is hear them trying to get uh, amnesty for In- Including for their savior, Barack Obama. Yeah, absolutely. We Democrats were for a path to citizenship, however. Right. Not mm-hmm. amnesty, a very difficult path to citizenship. Yeah, sure. Uh, in sure. 2013, mm-hmm. every single Democrat voted for it. A whole bunch of Republicans, led by John McCain, voted for it. And it was thwarted oh, in the good. House. So we want... We want to um, uh, create a path to citizenship uh, for those mm-hmm. illegally, but we don't think they're the same. Is there any way <laughs> really? you budget all on okay. your number on border security on the 1.6? We know you don't want to give them the five. Is there anywhere in the middle here? Okay. Is there any middle ground that you would be willing to inch over to that you think uh, could get 60 any votes middle, in the Senate? Any middle ground. President Trump should understand. Uh-huh. There okay. are not the votes for the wall oh. in the House or the Senate. He is not going to get the wall in any form. He is not going to get the wall in any form. Now, by the way, uh, America wants the wall. Uh, oh, absolutely. Chuck America Schumer. wants the wall. Absolutely. They do. And even the care. House, which is a majority Republican, they don't have the votes for his $5 billion wall plan. In fact, mm-hmm. Ryan, afraid of what's going to happen, sent all the House home till Wednesday night, a day and a half before the two days before the shutdown. Well, I mean, whether that's true or not, who knows? Um, Paul Ryan's a waste as well. Yes. Sucks. And it is uh, it's going to be great. When he's when he's out uh, as as speaker, let's hope so. It's going to be worse than Nancy Pelosi will be. I was hoping he'd be replaced by somebody better, but he's going to be replaced <laughs> by somebody much worse. Um, but the Republicans have been so bad on this. 
that you can't make excuses for them. They could have gotten the wall built, and now they're pretending like they want. Wait a minute, we want to build a wall. Yeah. Wait a minute, we want to fund this, and the Democrats won't let us. Yeah, you, you've had two years longer than that. You could have you could have done this ever since 2010, the midterms in 2010. At least the Congress could have voted for a fence or a wall. Or come up with some sort of immigration deal nah, that made sense though. for America. Things were different. We just couldn't. We tried. We couldn't. We couldn't. We yeah, we tried. We couldn't. But now. Yeah, they didn't try. But now. Now. Now we're all about the wall. Now. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah. We haven't done the funding thing yet. Let's get the funding for the wall. Yeah. It's, it's too late now. As Schumer said, he's not going to get the wall in any form. So there's there's good wow. bipartisanship right there. Yes. Yeah, I mean that's what they care about there's is good that compromise. coming across the aisle. Good compromise. And that's what that's what Chuck Todd asked him, isn't there any compromise you can reach? Nope. I mean that was his answer. No. And He's so, not getting the wall so, in any form. So Trump will just shut it down. I mean that's what's coming. I uh, uh, mm-hmm. maybe not. Maybe, you know, maybe they'll come to him with uh, you know, more than 1 billion and he'll be say, "Okay, well, Promise me, give me the other three later or something. I don't know. And he doesn't shut it down. But I feel like he's just going to shut it down. That's what, you know, that's, that's his, that's his line in the sand of give me my five billion for the wall or I'll shut it down. And I think America's ready for him to shut it down. I certainly am. I am too. Shut it down. And by the way, uh, Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi, um, so we're not, we're not for open borders. We believe in, uh, Nonsense. We believe in that. Absolutely really? for open really? borders. Nancy Pelosi comes from a sanctuary state uh-huh. where they tell mm-hmm. people we are not going to enforce federal law. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. You're for open borders. Let's be clear. And seven bills are set to expire at 1201 Saturday. Uh, Republicans, White House officials over the weekend discussed a two-week spending measure, uh, which would push the fight into next year. That may, that, that may be what actually happens here. They'll just kick it down the road again. Uh, but it wasn't clear they would pursue that route, uh, given that the Democrats will gain more leverage, according to this article, when they take control of the House in January. Uh, congressional Republicans are likely to take their cue from the, from the president, who hasn't signaled whether he'd be open to a short-term extension. Now, this is what happens, yeah. too, when you haven't had a budget in nine years. <laughs> there is no budget. Of course they've had a budget. No, the they've got no budget. About? They have spending bills. You can't you can't run the government without a budget. No, you can run the government with a bunch of spending bills. Really? And, and push it, kicking this can down the road. And let's, yeah, we're not going to do a budget, but if, here's some spending bills. Because if you don't we'll have do. a budget, you always spend less. Here's what here's what we'll do. We'll spend uh, another, let's say, one and a half trillion. Uh, let's say three trillion uh, this year. And then we'll come up with a budget next year. And then <laughs> we'll kick the can down the road to the next year to again. the next year again. Yeah, they've done it every year since two thousand nine. Wow. It's absolutely, it, it, it's it's absolutely unbelievable. If you if you didn't hadn't seen it with your own eyes, <laughs> you wouldn't believe it could be possible. <laughs> Try not having a budget in your house for you won't last. You you just it, it won't work. But somehow, when you can print money, it sort of it sort of does work for a while till it all catches up to you. And the and the and the roof caves in on you. 
Uh, Democrats who aren't eager to help the Republican president fulfill his signature campaign pledge also said Trump's boast at the White House last week that he'd be proud to shut down the government over wall funding saddled him alone with the political blame if one occurs. He doesn't care. So he said he would take it. Yeah, he did. He said he'd take the Fine. You want that? Then it's mine. Shut it down. Right. I hope he sticks to that. Me too. I hope. I hope. Me too. He stands firm in that because... I, so what? Shut down the government. Good. That just I mean, means you spend less money for a while. I mean, they tried to, you know, uh, the Trump shutdown, and he was going to fight it, and then he thought, you know what? No. You know what you call the Trump shutdown? I, you got it. That's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. We'll shut it down. I want my money. They certainly weren't expecting that from him. No, they were not. They tried to say They tried to him. throw it in his face with that yeah. the Trump shutdown. Fine. Okay. All right. <laughs> you do have to no love that problem. about him. If if he sticks to that, I hope he does. I love that, that about that, him. I mean, not me too. But uh, you know, again, if they kick it down the kick it, kick the can down the road again, then he's able. To, everybody saves a little bit of face, right? Mm-hmm. And except for the American people, yes, <laughs> yes, that's it. That's the only people that except for the United States of America yeah. and its people. <laughs> uh, spending bills need sixty votes to clear procedural hurdles in the Senate where Republicans hold only 51 seats. So this whole thing is a mess now because they've allowed this to happen. Uh, White House senior advisor Stephen Miller said the president was ready to shut down the government. Uh, We're going to do whatever is necessary to build the border wall to stop this ongoing crisis of illegal immigration. Yeah, he was adamant. He was adamant. I heard heard him. I heard that clip from him. I mean, he was very adamant about it. He was right now. We're doing this. This is happening. If it comes to it, absolutely. We're going to shut it down. Wow. Okay. Federal agencies have been put on notice to begin planning for a shutdown. Uh, White House official emphasized yesterday that the step is just normal procedure, just in case. Republicans who had hoped to label any partial shutdown a Schumer shutdown backed off that line after... Of course, the president said, yeah, give it to me. I don't care. That's fine. That's absolutely fine. <laughs> oh, look, see, they want to call it the Trump. You know what? You want to call it the Trump shutdown? You go ahead. I'll take that. There, there, there's it. just never been anybody like this. So uh, I don't think they know how to act. <laughs> they just don't know what to do. I love him. He's like, yeah, all right. Okay. It's a Trump shutdown. That's fine. <laughs> so. And I think that's the right attitude it does feel like the right attitude it does just stop it i i think the american people by and large are so fed up with the typical politics as usual that they're like yeah all right good shut it down let's see what happens right let's go i mean that's i mean that's what americans do in their own homes right i mean they're stop they're, spending they they the kids are crying about something and they say you're a mean dad hey, you know what if you want to call me a mean dad i'm a mean dad that's but, right but you're not getting the toy Mm-hmm. Let's go. Somebody's got to be the adult, right? And you know, I, look, is it? Will it pan out? And does he keep his? You know, does he keep the belt on? Um, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I, I think he might. I think he might this time. He's been pretty adamant that you can you can pin this on me. I, I don't care. I want that wall built. The wall must be built. And that's and look, and that's why he got was that's one of the main focuses of his election. Right, was the wall. We wanted it was, the wall. I think it was the issue. I think it was the issue so, that got him elected. I mean, stand, yes. he's got to stand his ground on this. He has Absolutely. To. 
Absolutely. Whether, he, whether he believes it or not, he has to. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. So this is a tough time of year because uh, there's right. a lot of food available. It seems uh, that's tough. Yes, well, it's it's tough if you're trying to keep your weight down. Ooh. It's not so tough if you don't care if you gain five or ten or fifteen or twenty pounds. It was just so easy to do. Thirty, if or thirty. If I just if I just threw caution to the wind during Christmas and, and oh New Year's, oh my gosh, I, I think I could gain twenty pounds easy oh, in two weeks. Please, easy. I could do twenty hands down. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weekend. Uh, <laughs> it is unbelievable how fast you can put on weight. That's, there is there is help available though. It's called Reduzone. You take a couple of these before you eat. And what it does is boost your metabolism, but it also helps to reduce your appetite so that you're going to eat less. And that's kind of a key to losing weight. <laughs> it is a, kind it of is a, key. a strong key. Yeah. People always ask you, how did, how did you lose weight? Well, I ate less. <laughs> oh, oh, no, but really. Yeah, I don't want to do no, that. No, but really. I don't want to do that. <laughs> so for about $1.39 a day, Riduzone can help you get through this time of year. And so that you're not struggling with that at the beginning of next year. Who Do wants I have to it? go somewhere special to get it? Or? Well, you go to riduzone.com. R-A-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. Oh. You enter the promo code PATH. And you'll get 30% off. And they send it right to me? Send it right to you. Nice. Yeah, isn't that great? Uh, Riduzone.com, promo code PAT, to take 30% off a three-month supply. It's Riduzone.com. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas, George! Merry Christmas, movie house! Merry Christmas, Emporium! Gray Unleashed. Another moron miracle over the weekend. <laughs> that was absolutely unbelievable. Fantastic. Unbelievable. Moron trivia was right again. Picking Philadelphia over the Los Angeles Rams. Now, nobody in the right mind would make that pick. The the Eagles were six and seven. The Rams eleven and two. Yeah. The Rams seemingly invincible. Yeah. And it, playing at home, the Rams at home the Eagles, against the Eagles. The Eagles came out of the third quarter and crushed them in the third quarter. <laughs> Just crushed them. Wound up winning thirty twenty three. Yeah. And more on trivia was right again thirteen Thir- and two on the season. And some of the uh, uh, tweets after the game uh, last night uh, after uh, I. Tweeted that we were correct. Oh yeah, thirteen and two, uh, and where they could watch. But my favorite uh, favorite few tweets was, "You've got to be kidding me! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was pulling for the Eagles, but come on, what kind of voodoo are you guys messing with?" <laughs> <laughs> I know, unbelievable. Put that in your pipe. This is amazing. I think that special moron trivia should be done during the next election, based <laughs> off the candidates. Mm. Have a candidate's hometowns. I don't know. That might get a little scary. I don't know that I actually want to know that. <laughs> Still, though, just absolutely incredible. It absolutely does incredible. have magical powers. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to. I mean, it boggles the mind that that we're thirteen and two. Okay, and well, I said on Friday, if this one's right, man, that I mean, come on, there's well, something going on here. It's called science. Yes, you're right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It was. Uh, it, it Pretty amazing, truly though. is amazing. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Added Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Kurt tweets: How is it we allow our leaders to get away with the insanity, and what can we do to stop it? 
Mm, nothing. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> that's really, not. I don't think that's nah, the answer just, he was looking for. I know, probably not. But that's just the conclusion I've. But we can though, right? I mean, we, it used to be we at least thought that we could. Yeah, you would you call. Could, you, We'd Called, protest. Write a strongly worded mm-hmm. letter. Yeah. Uh, oh. Maybe vote somebody else in. Yeah. No. None of it works. Does- <laughs> none of it works. <laughs> so, I mean, should Peter just give up? Yeah, it's over. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for tweeting, Pete. Thanks. Thanks for the, yeah. Thanks for the tweet, Kurt. Um, Rodney in Virginia tweets, uh, shut the government down and stop paying Congress. Yeah. I'm okay. O- I'm okay with that. Uh, yeah. Sumi Schick uh, tweets, what would Congress say if they needed the funds for a wall, uh, if the needed funds for a wall got crowdfunded? Hmm. Now, that they'd probably say no to that. I, I don't. Democrats still wouldn't want the wall built. No, they wouldn't. And by the, the way. The funding's not the issue. No, really. and by the they way. They just don't uh, want the wall built. The funding for the wall has been crowdfunded through taxes. Yeah, really. <laughs> I don't want to pay for it again. Uh, from Bronco Nagurski Fan Club. Uh, <laughs> maybe they were just colluding to throw Putin up. Surprise party. The right, uh, thank you. And then uh, Hangry Keith, who was uh, out this week uh, getting some uh, surgery. Um, and, I don't wonder he didn't tell me that he was right? yeah. this is sad. Uh, uh, it tweets, thanks for the math that I'll never understand, but apparently there's a 0.37% chance, so a 37 hundredths of, a, of 1%. 37 hundredths of 1% chance that more untrivia outcomes are happening by pure chance. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, might be common core math, but either way, that, I mean, that does feel right. Yes, it does. It does feel right. <laughs> yes, it does. And I'm going to go with that. very right. A 0.37% <laughs> chance. That's amazing, isn't it? And look, we don't push. We don't. We, we don't push the science. We we just we predict the outcome of the games. We don't predict the score. We don't. It could be lopsided or a close game. It could come, but whatever the case is, we're just predicting the outcome. If we were encouraging people to gamble on this, we'd be investigated by the gaming one of commission the, right now. One of the threads. That's how accurate uh, this one is. One of the threads I actually mentioned that uh, made me some good money too. Oh really? So there may be some people who have wow. uh, taken it upon themselves. To and go. they, I mean, it makes sense. We we encourage this for entertainment purposes. Thank only. you, thank uh, you. But at thirteen and two, can you imagine? Had you gone with it every week, right? Uh, you could have made some serious money. No doubt about it. Uh, again, we we discourage the actual gambling based on more on trivia. It's for entertainment purposes well, and only as commissioner i mean i can't right. gamble anyway this is right yes involved in the game <laughs> the insider insider information yeah you can't have and, that uh, you can't have that no you so. cannot <laughs> all right triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three apparently al roker uh this is is today the 40th or was it friday i, I, I think they were celebrating uh <laughs> celebrating al's uh, big 40th anniversary for you know a month I don't know how long they were celebrating. This was from uh, this was from Thursday or Friday, which was the actual, you know, the the big day, and it was uh, the anniversary of his first weather report. Forty years already on NBC. Wow, I know it's a long freaking time. And now. here they are with their little celebration. And here it is. It just it was so so nice to see. As we take a look at the temperatures and conditions at five o'clock. There he Partly is. sunny, the mostly sunny sky. His first report. Degrees. Southeasterly winds, breezy at thirteen. Yikes. Falling barometer, fifty-two percent. The relative humidity. Temperatures. Wow. Look at you, Al Roker. That was Al one Al of Roker, your first appearances you, here on today. A little and bit That's WNBC. That was WNBC, which That's is right <laughs> across the street, which is the same thing. Yeah, thank you. 
By the way, this week, it's all about you, Al. This is your 40th year at NBC. We're going to be celebrating all day. How do you feel, by the way? Well, actually, it's a more momentous occasion. It's my sister Elisa's birthday today. Oh. 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 Birthday to her. That's what this is all about. Yes, exactly. Yes. Oh, well, right. we've got lots to 40. celebrate. Freaking years of Al Roker. Yeah, that's the only thing. I, that's the only. Thing I, the only reason I wanted to play that is because, you know, he at one point, especially you know, thirty years ago, mm-hmm. <laughs> twenty five years ago, he was you know the weather guy on yeah. the Today Show and NBC, mm-hmm. and you see him on the parade once a year, and now you know we've come to him sticking his nose into everything and yeah. being uh, being all good, but political. I, I cannot see Al. Without thinking of his his fine, fine, fine time that he got to visit the White House. Yeah, me too. He pooped in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. That's what happened to him that's at the White good. House. That's what happened to him in 40 years on NBC. Yeah, he... Uh, he he pooped in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. Let's go, let's go to the White House. <laughs> Why would he... I mean, he's doing an I wonder, interview. Did they, did they play that on the big 40-year anniversary I celebration? Know. I, mean, I, I didn't that, watch the whole thing. I mean, this is the highlight of his career when he... Um, so, he pooped yeah. in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. That would be so good. He pooped in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. <laughs> That certainly belonged on the 40-year anniversary he would be celebration. So bad, I, I bet you, because so he had to do some interviews, right, for the local, maybe at least, at least the top five or ten major markets for NBC. He had to do some local interviews with them, right, to celebrate his anniversary of 40 years with NBC. Give him a little bit Probably. of love. Hopefully, hopefully, nobody. Did. I haven't seen any footage. Nobody of did. somebody. So Al, uh, you know, no in 40 years, you uh, you've done a lot of things, including uh, you pooped in your pants, right? You pooped you, in your pants. I, I pooped my pants at the White House. Mm-hmm. And uh, how's that feel? <laughs> <laughs> Interesting though that he looks better now by a lot yeah, than he did forty years lot. ago. That's incredible. Forty years ago, he's just, you know portly, you might say. Uh, he looks great now. Yeah, I know he actually looks pretty darn good. I know well, that, and because of uh, the help he got with his uh, stomach uh, stapling is why he had the issue at the White House. When, yes, that's you why. In your pants. I, I pooped my pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, there's no reason to ever admit that on ever. national television. Ever. 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 That stays in your inside voice. Ever. At all times. Always. Forever. There, there's Always. Absolutely no reason in the world to say that to anybody at any time, anywhere, and certainly not on national television. <laughs> there's no way you should admit that. But he did. He so. pooped in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. <laughs> so good. I'm glad he did though, because it's, it's maybe my favorite of all time. It's, it's my, maybe it's my favorite. Clip pretty ever. darn good. It's awesome. It's pretty darn good. Awesome. Uh, all right, thousands of people uh, marched in Brussels yesterday against a UN pact. You know, here we are talking about the border wall and immigration in the United States, and and we get the wrath and the ire of everybody on the around, around the world because we're haters and we're racist and we're xenophobe because. Because uh, we we like people to come here legally if they're going to come here. You, you think we're the only ones? No. That's why thousands of people were marching in Brussels yesterday against a UN pact aimed at fostering cooperation on migration. Well, um, some fifty five hundred people marched in this protest organized by the Flemish right wing parties in uh, the part of the capital where. The main European Union institutions are located. So the EU is headquartered in Brussels. Um, 
there was a separate counter demonstration of about a thousand people organized by left wing and non-governmental organizations that took place too um but the belgian right are saying look we're we're not we don't have to accept all of these immigrants we don't have to do it i i don't care if the un wants us to or not we're not going to and one of the parties in belgian left in belgium left the government last week and the majority government collapsed because of it because of this un pact that they made now with a record 21.3 million refugees globally the united nations started work on this pact with european nations uh, after more than 1 million people arrived in europe in 2015 fleeing syria or africa okay 1 million in the whole continent of europe we get over a million every single year here. We admit one million legally, and then another more than a million come here illegally. But don't worry about That's that. That's okay. Uh, Europe is in an uproar over the one million in 2015. And, I mean, we're the ones who are expected to just continue to Shoulder accept everybody, everybody who comes. Ollie, ollie, all comfrey. Don't even worry about it. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> we can handle it. There's just, I, I mean, we've got enough to go around for everyone. And they just did that. Forever. Su- they did that survey last week where, was it 35% of all the people that plan to move want to move to the United States? Uh, the Gallup poll Showed that was 758 million people. (laughs) 758 million people are either planning to one day come here or want to come here one day. To live. To live. Not just to visit. No, to to live. They want to migrate to the United States of America. I got to buy some apartments. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 758 million. Come on. Come on in. There's plenty of room. Democrats got, want all of you. And all the open space we have. Yeah. We got room. I mean, we can fit that many just in Texas. Oh, please. Every time you turn around, you're seeing an empty lot. Somebody could live there. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have to build a few extra places to dwell. Get over it. it just Well, you know what that does? Is, it creates jobs. It creates it jobs. Does. That's right. The construction industry. Thank you. Uh, Home Depot, Lowe's, they'll all be doing great. Thank you. Just let them come on in. Uh, So that should be our policy from now on. Uh, Also, Amazon is under fire a little bit. For the the last two years, Amazon has quietly expanded their presence into the the suburbs. And worker resentment now toward conditions has grown with their expansion. Uh, They had a protest at one of their fulfillment centers, which is one of those huge 850,000 square foot structures. Monstrous. Humongous. Uh, we have those, one of those. Yes, we do. Out in the burbs here, and it's just gigantic. I yes, mean, it stretches. Do. It seems like it stretches for a mile. And I know they're upset, but one of the, the the most striking thing I can think of that really almost shocked me between the difference between Amazon and say I don't know the U.S. Postal Service mm-hmm. was I turned the corner to go into my neighborhood a couple weeks ago, and there's a uh, postal worker in the little jeep. Or whatever they all beat up white old Jeep that they drive. Mm-hmm. And there's the Amazon delivery Mercedes Benz van uh, right next mm. to it. I'm thinking if I'm the postal worker, I'm like, I got to work for them. Yeah, no kidding. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, except when you find out that you, you get there. Um, oh, no. I guess it, it, this, this uh, center is a fairly new and very roboticized factory. So uh, the humans that work there are saying, hey, it's really hot in here. Could you turn on the air? And they're being told, uh, no, the robots uh, can't work in the, uh, the air-conditioned uh, really? atmosphere. <laughs> yeah. The robots inside can't work in cold weather. So, I sorry. Say, uh, just the robot. Right? I mean, when you're, when you're more concerned about the robots than the humans, you got a problem. That's true. If, that, if that's true, you got that's a problem. A problem. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can't believe that we can't adjust the robots. They're robots. And this is a huge, air conditioning is a huge thing with you. you you've you got to have it like 12 <laughs> degrees or uh, for one thing, you're sweating gravy. Well, look, we, you know? we as uh, humans developed a way mm-hmm. to cool air and I like to use it. <laughs> yes, I know you do. <laughs> uh, very, very true. <laughs> But apparently because of the strict quotas at these places, too. The other problem is practicing Muslims are struggling to pray five times a day. So practicing Muslims need to pray five times a day. And, uh, or work. Uh, uh, so I, so I don't you know. Need to, you need to pray or work. Or work. Right? Is that what they're saying? No, what they're no. saying is we need to, we need work to pray five days, five, and five then we times need to also pray. Yes, it's not that has to be part of our job. Yes. Okay, not here, right? See, that's I mean, we're back to what we've talked about forever on all of those things. Make we make decisions on who we work for, and if you if we don't like what they do or how they do it or how you get treated, you go somewhere else. But that's the yeah. deal you make yeah. with the people that you work for, right? Whoever it is. Yeah. It doesn't matter. A statement said that productivity expectations would be altered if people chose to take the unpaid breaks and insisted we work hard every day to ensure all of our employees are treated fairly and with dignity and respect. Uh, but last Friday, a group of Amazon workers, Somali refugees who live in Minnesota, uh, demanded better working conditions and protested outside the warehouse. Uh, they... They said that their bodies are wearing out because of the stress from increased work demands and that they don't get to pray five times a day. Now, do the Christians get five breaks a day like that, too? I mean, if they do, then fine. Right? Maybe. No, wouldn't, you, wouldn't you have to treat every, no matter what their religion, you'd have to treat every employee the same right. way. And that's what they're saying you'd is that, they're, that some of those breaks are unpaid. So right. the Christians could take those as well. I yes. Guess, right? So, so if, you, if you want to take an unpaid break, that's up to you. Right. Go ahead and do that. And then you can pray. You can go eat your lunch. You can sit there. You can do whatever you want. But we're not going to pay you for the time you're not working. What are the problems? That makes sense, it doesn't does, it? It does make sense. It makes all the sense in the world. But the but but again, if you are taking unpaid time out, then you're not being productive. You're right. Right now, they're trying to they're trying to get all this in as paid time and still not be productive though. So they so said you're losing. There's, somebody's got to gain something. So most of the time, they say we're choosing prayer over the bathroom and have learned to balance our bodily needs. Okay. 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 Well, good. And that's what you do at work. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I know they. I read a big story about how the people were complaining also that uh, lunch and breaks were say thirty minutes. Say you had a thirty minute break, but those warehouses are so big that some of the people have to walk like ten minutes to get to the break room. Holy cow! <laughs> so they only get like ten minutes lunch because they got to take ten minutes to walk in there and wow. back. Wow! So it's. Uh, I believe that. They're, I believe they're huge. That yeah, huge places. So that that could be a little bit of an issue. I would just say you know I would just eat where you're at. So in Minnesota, the, uh, they were standing outside outdoor. and protesting, and they chanted, the people united will never be defeated, which is beautiful. Oh, That's great. Man, that I was Amazon That's probably great. was so moved. Uh, <laughs> Amazon told Vox that prayer breaks less than 20 minutes are paid, and productivity expectations are not adjusted for such breaks. Workers are welcome to request, request an unpaid prayer break for, for over 20 minutes, for which productivity expectations would be adjusted. Oh. Seems fair to me. I don't know. I mean, I, I've heard bad things about the working conditions at Amazon. I know. But that seems, this seems fair to me. And look, I'm sorry that some of the, you know, I feel, I feel bad for your working conditions, but I just want my toothpaste delivered to my house in 10 minutes, please. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so just, that really just, is the bottom line. Just put, it on, just put it on the drone and get it to my house, okay? <laughs> I don't, if you're suffering, I know I feel bad for you. I do, but I just want my product. But here's the thing. If you don't like your job, go find a different one. Right. You know, that's right. You right. Go find a different one. I, 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 I can't figure out why that's so difficult. It is somehow. It somehow is. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and it Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Then the Grinch thought of something he hadn't before. Maybe Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and it Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, T.J. Toppin tweets. Okay, speaking as an IT professional for the last 20 years, electronics, including Amazon robots, work better in cool temperatures. Electronics can overheat. Sure. Same with radio equipment. That's what I thought. But it's still uh, ridiculously hot in here most of the time. Um, But how how do you make the allowance then for the workers? When it's, you know, if you keep it 80 degrees in the warehouse, the workers... That's kind of miserable conditions yeah. for them. I don't know. So I don't know what the answer is. Uh, from Blue Nation Grant, did he lose all that weight after he pooped his pants? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was part of it. <coughs> that was part of it. Uh, Steve tweets, uh, the only betting that is endorsed by Pat Gray is underwear betting. Eating underwear eating bets, That's which is true. You know, eat my underwear. For instance, if Beto beats Ted Cruz, that kind of thing. Uh, so far, haven't haven't had to do any of that, and uh, really trying to swear off underwear eating bets from really? now on. Yes, uh, conservatarian lady, why deny it, Pat? More on trivia is settled science. Thank you. Come on, thank you. I think you, do you still have a do you still have a, an underwear eating bet hanging out there somewhere? I think uh, you do. Uh, I don't I remember you, what I, it is, I but you, I think there is one. I think you do have one with Stu right on the wall. Oh yes, yes. That's still that's still out there. Yes. In the, if they build even ninety percent of the wall, uh, then we'll both eat our underwear. That's why you want to shut down. 
I don't. That's no. why you want to I shut them. I want them to force me to eat my underwear on that. But they're not going to. And that's No, they're not. That's that, pretty clear right that, now. No kidding. It gets clearer every day, doesn't it? It sure does. Every time Chucky Schumer uh, speaks, it sure does. Nancy Pelosi speaks, you know, this is just not going to happen. Nope. I mean, all they, they don't want the wall. He's even said there won't be a wall. Yep. And they're trying to mask it with they don't have the votes. <clears throat> and it's just ugly because they don't want it. And they just they just want to open them up. Just open the borders. Let them in. Let's go. I mean, the, the vast majority of American people want the wall. And we need to make that known to them because they think they're they think they're doing, I guess, the will of the American people. I, I, I don't know how that's possible. I've never seen a study that says most Americans don't want border security. Um, so they're going way out on a limb there. I think they are. But look, they do that all the time, right? They, they, I mean, do they cover yeah. they they handle stuff all the because, time. Because that, so many people are so apathetic. They don't do anything about it. Uh, Chuck Schumer makes these sweeping statements, and people don't. Don't matter. They don't challenge him. Yeah. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. There's a new survey that says some people would like to rebrand Santa Claus. Oh, good. As either gender neutral or female. <laughs> oh, good gosh. Seriously, how are you going to? You're going to rebrand Santa Claus? Let's rebrand him. As gender neutral? How do you do that? Wouldn't the beard have to go? The beard would have to be shaved off. Beard would have to be shaved off. Um, well, you have to you have to change his facial appearance. It'd have to be would he have to be um, would he have to be trimmer? Maybe. I don't I mean, you could either gender can be overweight, I guess. More, more fashionable boots and shoes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, according to uh, the loco making company Graphic Springs, about ten percent of people surveyed said Santa should be a woman. Seventeen uh, percent said he should be gender neutral. Uh, Four thousand people across the United States and the UK were asked what their modern Santa would look like. For generations, Santa has been depicted with his traditional red and white jacket, bobble hat. And full beard. But what would Santa look like if he was rebranded for today? And that's where the uh, 10% came up with being a woman, 17% gender neutral. So is that, do you add those two together for 27% either female or gender neutral? Maybe. But that's crazy. There's still, over, still overwhelming support for the. Uh, but that's the not overwhelming Santa, enough. Right? It should be a hundred percent. No, come on. It's not overwhelming enough. Eighteen percent said Santa should have new hair. Uh, what like that spiky look? You should uh, cut it all. Uh, maybe do some hair color, make it dark. Good look again, and then maybe spike it up on the top. Uh, or maybe give him a mullet. Might might be a good look for Santa. 23% said he should have an iPhone, and 22% said it's time for a flying car instead of a sleigh. Doesn't need a flying car. That's He's got a sleigh and reindeer. That's just stupid. A sleigh and reindeer. And by the way, we did. Uh, they did uh, try. They have uh, rebranded Santa a little bit. Uh, I know they made a big deal out of the uh, Kurt Russell Goldie Hawn Christmas card this year. Mm. So if you saw the uh, Christmas Chronicles on Netflix, which 
I did see that. Many, many people have streamed on Netflix. Mm -hmm. If you haven't seen it, watch it. It's worth a watch. Yeah, it's actually good. Uh, It's pretty good. I liked it. uh, This is the the Christmas card that uh, Kurt and Goldie sent out this year. They, They say this is the winning Christmas card of the season. For anyone, nobody can beat that Christmas card. That's their card to the to the family this year. Now she played obviously Mrs. Claus at the end of the movie. Yeah, but uh, that's that's the new Santa, and he's did pretty. He was a good Santa. He was he was a really good Santa. He was a you know he played it was close to the classic Santa Mm -hmm. without being the chubby, fat, overweight, Mm -hmm. ho 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 Santa. Yeah, but it was still the classic Santa. It was pretty good. It was was good good. Yeah, it was enjoyable. Not bad. Um, speaking of Netflix movies, uh, they have a plan now to become the most prolific movie studio in Hollywood. Good. Uh, they're setting their sights on being a perennial Oscar contender. They've they got a couple of movies this year that apparently are Oscar worthy, which is why they release them in the theaters for a week or two and then put them out on Netflix because they want them to be, uh, they want them to qualify for Oscars and you have to be in the theaters to do that. Um, on Sunday, the New York Times profiled Scott Stuber, who's Netflix original movie chief, and uh, described a coming cinematic onslaught by Netflix. They're going to release about 90 movies wow. a year. 90 a lot. per year. <laughs> wow. So there'll be originals. Uh, they intend to make about 20 of those a year with budgets ranging from $20 million to $200 million. That's, just, that's what I was going to say. I wonder if they're going to do the... Yeah, they're going to do say, big budget movies. Right, because it'd be fascinating. They want to... They've got the money now, so they might as well do it, right? I mean... $200 million. Can you imagine Netflix when they started out uh, doing movies that were that had a $200 million budget? You couldn't you couldn't fathom that a no, few years couldn't. ago. And look, they've, look at the series that they've created, the... Uh, let alone the movies. I mean, I would just stick to. I know they want to get mm-hmm. in the movie business, and I don't know why. They've done such a great job at well, streaming. They've one got, of the reasons is that they're going to lose Disney. a lot of the movies that that they, Warner Brothers is uh, going to take away some of their their content. Disney is taking all of their content, yeah. and I think a lot of the studios are starting their own streaming services. And so, good luck. Netflix has to do this. Good they, luck. About the only one out of that list, you know, that, uh, you know, Disney will be able to pull some of that off because people want to see the Disney stuff, the mm-hmm. Disney and the Marvel stuff. Yep. But the rest of them, good luck. Yeah, I know. I know. So they're going to they're gonna do uh, 20 a year with huge budgets, up to $200 million. They're going to do uh, some indie films, about 35 of those a year with budgets below $20 million. Yeah. And then movies from other divisions like documentaries and animation. And it, so it pushes the total to about yeah. ninety per year. That is really something. Yeah, they do they do a great job on the documentaries and their new and some. I love their their this series that they produced. I mean, they've produced some great shows. That, uh, well, House of Cards has know. been a huge hit. House of Cards was a great hit. I mean, I can if I can look at you know go down the list, but it's not it's not important. I mean, they've uh, just created a lot of money. That's really good. What is that other one um, that we liked? And it's released around well, plenty. Halloween. Stranger, Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Stranger Things is huge. And That's really good. Yeah, it's good. There's there's plenty more on that list. There's plenty more when you look at when you look at the award shows. You know, we talked about it. The awards being uh, issued now for you know uh, the the, uh, the Golden Globes and the you know all all the award shows. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's not a lot of network 
productions no. being awarded anything these days. I got news for you. Well, they led the industry with 112 Emmy nominations this year. 112, yeah. which was more than HBO. And HBO usually dominates the Emmy nominations. Uh, and they're they're pushing this new this new series Roma, um, uh, along with two other Netflix films, uh, recently debuted in a handful of theaters, and they hope to get Oscar nods for them. Uh, so we'll see. I mean, Netflix is it's going to be interesting because this costs a lot of money. Yes, it does. I mean, it's not cheap to do this. And they're dedicating, some people have said, about $13 billion a year in total for uh, original programming. Now, they used to do, uh, up until now, like 5 or $6 billion a year. This would more than double what they've been doing. So we'll see if they can keep that pace up. Uh, you're going to have to uh, probably have to increase their subscription rate a little bit, but... Um, Pretty pretty amazing uh, output by Netflix. Netflix chief content officer uh, Ted Sarandos said the company expected to have 1,000 originals, movies and TV shows, on its platform by the end of this year. 1,000 originals. That's, wow, that's a lot. Originals are obvi- obviously uh, better moneymakers for Netflix since they don't have to acquire the expensive streaming rights from some other company. Right. It's all theirs. And they're banking that their lineup of of original content continues to drive subscriptions worldwide. In October, Netflix reported nearly 7 million new subscribers in the third quarter. Wow. Yeah, and they also uh, That's pretty good. And those and that's coming from uh, a lot of that's coming from India. So they really are creating uh, a lot of content for that country for as well. India. Yeah, yeah, I've noticed and, that, and and that's the reason, right? Their new subscribers are coming from that country, which is, you know, they're saying, well, let's, we've got to create content for our subscribers, you know, for a lot of our subscribers that are that are watching us, and they're right. Um, I, I don't know how you break that up, though. You just, what, what they're they're trying to figure out the best way to break it up, and I'm sure they'll figure it out. Well, this year they're reporting a negative cash flow of three billion dollars. Even with the new subscriptions. I mean, that's amazing. That sure You're is. You're spending that much money that you can't... <laughs> I mean, they're bringing in $16 billion. Where is all that money? I guess it's going to licensing fees. Licensing fees and original programming. But it seems to be uh, kind of a crappy managed company if you can't make ends meet on $16 billion a year. Well, I'm sure that they'll say that we're, we can make ends meet, but we want, wow. we're trying. We need to grow, right? Because the, we guess. need to we need to grow that subscription list, and we need to keep going up. Look, it, it's I amazing, mean, though. That's amazing. I can't believe they're losing three billion a year. It that, that's does amazing seem. To me. It does seem. I think I could strange. do better than that. I could do better than that on sixteen billion income. It does seem strange. I, you know, it would seem like you'd want to maybe cut back on a couple of yeah. movies. You give me sixteen billion in revenue. And I will do better than lose $3 billion for you a year. I guarantee it, Netflix. Give me a call. Give me a call. I mean, that's a strong guarantee. <laughs> I think that's I can handle it. That's a guarantee. I, mean, I, I think I could think, manage I, it. Do you think that it's worthy of an underwear eating? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Because, you know, I mean, uh, are you saying that you would only lose $2 billion? No, I'm saying I don't lose any money. 
I'm, I'm saying I at least break even. I at least break even on revenue of $16 billion, Wow. I'm going to break even for you. Wow. At least. Reed. Reed Hastings. Call. <laughs> call. Pat's going to take care of you. 888 <laughs> Uh, let me tell you about uh, Brickhouse Nutrition. Ow! It's a brick house. Almost can't say that word without doing it. I know. That. It's mighty mighty. And they do let it all hang out with Field of Greens. Uh, I love this stuff. It's superfood. It's an actual food. It has a nutrition facts panel on the side of the container because it is actual real live food. And it's just uh, in a different form so that you don't have to taste how icky it is. It's the beauty of it. You don't have to taste kale or Brussels sprouts or broccoli, and yet you get all the nutrition from it. I love it because um, I can't. I just I can't stomach vegetables. And if you're like me, then uh, you know if you eat plenty of vegetables, you probably don't. You know, probably don't eat it. But if you're like me and you don't get anywhere near enough vegetables in your diet. Uh, then try Field of Greens. Every scoop has a full serving of real USDA organic fruits and vegetables, complete with antioxidants. So it's daily clean green energy to fuel your body and make you healthier over the long run. Just go to BrickHousePat.com and give it a try today. You'll get 15% off a month's supply when you use the offer code PAT. BrickHousePat.com, offer code PAT. That's BrickHousePat.com. I will keep my promise. I will live in the past, present, and the future. The spirits of all three will strive within me. Oh, heaven and Christmas time be praised for this. I say this on my knees, Jacob Marley. On my knees. Pat Gray Unleashed. Saw this boat in half. We just saw a great new commercial uh, from Flex Seal Tape, <laughs> where he doesn't saw the boat in half. He saws a huge hole in a boat, and then they put Flex Seal tape over it. Uh, so instead of gluing it back together, right. they just put the tape over, over it, so, and it's the clear tape, so you can see the ocean. Yeah, it's invisible. You can't even see the tape. You can't even see it. Except it's, you can't. It's can. an invisible but, flex seal tape that fixes everything. It's invisible tape that you can actually see. So, <laughs> uh, so uh, he he they tape the bottom of the boat. It's just tape. They don't they don't put it back together. They just tape over the hole and then take it out on the take water. Take it out on the water. <laughs> and in the water, he stops and you see like fifty sharks circling <laughs> underneath him. <laughs> There is no way any insurance company allowed that to happen. I don't believe it. I don't believe that, actually. What are you talking about? I, it, there's it's, some. It's invisible flex. Seal. And you see the sharks right underneath him. So, that, how, do you, how do you dispute it? You can't. You can't. <laughs> Except I do. You can't. And then he's, uh, you know, just cruising <laughs> along the coast in his little boat. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. And we, we've tried the flex seal tape because. You know, he puts a big hole in it, and, and it's supposed to stop the water even as the water is pouring out of the bucket. It works for him, bro. It worked for him somehow. It did not work for us. I don't know that we use the invisible, though. Yeah, I don't know if we do. This is like this is a special new. Oh, is the invisible tape stronger? It's a special new oh, okay. flex seal tape. 
All right. Well, that, that we'll have to try that. Because he, I mean, that water mm. is gushing out of that. Yeah. I mean, it's pouring out of it, and he just yeah. puts that tape right down into and it the stops, water. And stops immediately. There's gone. not even a leak. Not a drop. <laughs> it's so crazy. I mean, it is. He doesn't do it from the from the outside. No, the he water. does it on the inside. He puts it down into the water and then stuffs it up against the hole, and it stops. And because which of, is virtually impossible because Come it's invisible flexo, uh, uh-huh. you can't see it. <laughs> Once he does that, it's well, it's it's invisible tape that you actually can't see. So. I mean, it, so it's fascinating how he gets away with it. It is. I I don't know how they get away with it because we've actually put that to the test. I don't know if we did it wrong. I don't know if there's some trick to it, but uh, sure didn't work for us. That I've much got, I will tell you. The, I will say that there's if the product says it's supposed to do something and it doesn't, uh-huh. there shouldn't be a trick to making it do no, there's, what it no, says that's, it's supposed that to is, do. That's right. That, right. That's, uh, yes. That's called like, I don't know. False advertising. advertising. Yeah. <laughs> False advertising. It's fraudulent. So. There's that to think about. Yeah. yeah. So it can't be that the commercial has to be true. A hundred percent. And it isn't. So. <laughs> no, but it has to be has because to be. we watched it. Right. That's right. Uh, 888-900-3393 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Newsweek has come out with a ranking of the best Christmas movies on Hallmark Channel. Love them. Now, this is fun. Uh, every year, Hallmark Hallmark is like as prolific as Netflix is now. I mean, sure. they did 37 new Christmas movies this year alone. They crank them out. 37 Last year was 34, and I thought that was amazing. 37? So they must be making an absolute Just a fortune. fortune on Just this. Just a fortune. And what's next? What's going to come next is what I told you. My wife was uh, 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 tweeting Hallmark and some of the actors in these movies because she wants to be able to uh, purchase the products that they're wearing in some of these new uh, Hallmark Christmas movies, oh. like jackets and coats mm-hmm. and whatever they're wearing. So she wants their website, you know, she wants to be able to click on, you know, go to the hallmarkmovie.com website mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, click on uh, whatever movie it was and then buy the buy the products. And that'll be coming because they've got to be able to pay for these, right? Mm-hmm. Has to be coming. Um, I love the idea. We should, we should be able to touch my television screen and have it ordered. <laughs> yes. I want that. Boop. Yes. <laughs> Uh, all right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Um, all right, so do we have the like the top five shows that they list? Yeah, well, we can go. Uh, I have, we do, and we have like I have the uh, top ten here. Oh, okay, the top ten. Top ten. Uh, number ten is uh, the Good Witch. Good Witch's Gift. Good Witch's Gift, and we have the oh, top the good- five for TV screen. But uh, I'm just going to give you the top ten. When we get to the top five, we'll show you the pictures from them. Uh, the Good Witch's Gift, right? Uh, the Good Witch is has a show of her own, I think. Catherine right? Be- on Hallmark. Catherine Bell, Chris yeah. Porter. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Um, okay. Number nine, A Gift Wrapped Christmas from 2015. I don't uh, know Meredith that one. Hanger, Travis Millen, <laughs> Anna Van Hooft, a personal shopper, Gwen's newest client, client Charlie is a high-rolling workaholic single father. Man, there's so many A personal those. shopper. There's so many... Okay, so so she's a personal shopper yes. for a high roller. Correct. Yeah, I've seen that one. And Gwen yeah. meets his eight year old son, and they just uh-huh. have their own special relationship. Yes. The uh, number eight, the Christmas secret. Okay, who's in that one? Um, uh, 
Bethany Lenz and John Reardon, yeah, while her life is falling apart, single mom Christine finds a magical family heirloom that leads to love and good fortune during Christmas. Okay. I don't know that I've seen that. I don't think I have either. Number seven, the mm. Christmas card. Oh, I love that one. Ed- Edward Asner. Uh, I love that John one. John Newton. Ed Asner is the he has a uh, like a lumber company yeah. right yeah. out in the sticks yeah. and a uh, vet an Iraqi you, you, war vet come rolls through town and falls in love with his daughter who's obviously engaged to the wrong guy <laughs> and uh, obviously only realizes that at the very end of the movie and goes after him and stops him because he's going to take his bike and leave forever uh, but. <laughs> She goes and finds him. That's a good one, though. I that like is. that. I Num- like that a lot. And number six is a good one, too. And uh, Asner, by the way, I, I can't stand his politics, I but was... man, is he good in that movie. And, uh, he's... he's so good in that movie. He's real, He's he's a good actor. I love him. Yeah. Number six is one of my favorites, too. The Nine Lives of Christmas, uh, where Zachary is a handsome bachelor who enjoys the liberties of being <laughs> single when a stray cat adopts Zach as his owner. He's a fireman. Uh-huh. And uh, he has the girl that he meets that takes care of uh, his his girlfriend, who is just a mean person, a model. Oh, no. Thinks so much of herself. No. She gets the girl. He's with the wrong person. She gets the girl at the pet store fired. Oh, boy. Oh, no. And is the girl Zach, at the pet store the one that the fireman winds up Zach with? Zach feels bad. I don't know how. I, Zach feels bad uh-huh. and has, and has a, a room that she can stay in as he remodels the old house. Sure he does. Of course he does. Oh, no, okay. yes, I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen I that. love the nine lives. Now that rings. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen that. All right, number five. Number five, the most wonderful time of the year. Oh, I love that one. That's a good one. Brooke, uh, what's her face is in that. Yeah. Number four, Journey Back to Christmas. Now, you can't skip over the 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 uh, oh, storyline okay. in was, most wonderful you, time I'm of sorry. the year. Corporate analyst and single mom, Jen. Tackles Christmas with a business-like approach mm-hmm. until her uncle arrives with right. a handsome stranger <laughs> yes. in tow. Who has been wandering the world as a chef in Europe or something. <laughs> and the uncle brings him home to his niece and has him stay there at her house. But he know, look. Look, he smelled him because he used to be a cop. So he smelled the guy. And knows he's not an axe murderer. Thank you. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thanks, Uncle. You're telling me that couldn't be true. I don't think so. <laughs> top four. I don't four. think so, my friend. The top four coming up. We'll reveal them to you next. <laughs> My mouth bleeding, Bert. My mouth bleeding. Zuzu pedal. Zuzu. There they are. Bert, what do you know about this? Merry Christmas. Gray Unleashed. Triple Eight nine hundred thirty thirty-three ninety-three. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where four eight fifteen sixteen twenty-three forty-two tweets. <laughs> Whatever that means. The sharks in that flex seal boat ad are tiny. Try putting Pico and his other Mako shark friends in there. <laughs> then they'd need a new flex seal guy. Sharks are sharks, my friend. Yeah, and I don't believe they're anywhere near the flex seal guy, frankly. Uh smallmouth bass Kurt. Tweets, I want to test. Cut the hole in a canoe and flex tape it and then test it by squeezing Jeffy into the canoe in the middle of a very deep, I mean, very large pond. Why? I don't <laughs> like, know that I, I like that. What's with the squeezing of uh, It's just an expression, I'm sure. I'm sure that's, that's nothing. Didn't mean anything by that. I'm I just sure. get in the canoe. Uh, from Sunshine and Conversations. Pat, come on. Get with it. 
Santa should have a man bun. Duh. <laughs> uh, Bronco Nagurski Fan Sad. Club tweets, Why should Santa be a woman? They're already well represented. Everybody knows Mrs. Claus really runs the show at the North Pole anyway. And Struggling Lumby tweets, uh, Pat and Jeffy should be doing each other's nails while discussing these Christmas movies. I, <laughs> oh, I resent that. stop it. I resent that. There is absolutely nothing wrong. With loving these Hallmark Stop, Christmas movies. Stop, this is the holiday season. What do you do? And you kidding me? Dickery Doc. And yes. don't forget to hang up your sock. Thank you. It's just exactly at 12 o'clock. <laughs> uh, we'll be watching another Hallmark movie. Thank you. All right, so we got, to the, we got to number five. Number five, which was the most wonderful time of the year. It was a great movie. Which is it's a terrific movie. Number four, Journey Back to Christmas. Now, we have the... If you're, looking, if if you're watching Blaze Television, you'll be able to see the... See the score. I, I don't remember this at all. Um, a World War, a WW2 era nurse is transported in time to 2016. I haven't seen that. And meets a man who helps her discover the huh. bonds of family that the uh, true meaning of Christmas is timeless. I'm going to have to look for that one. <laughs> See that. Uh, okay. All right. Number okay. three. Uh, number three. We wait for the page to load. Number three. November Christmas from 2010. Wow. Sam Elliott, John Corbett. Sarah Paulson, a brave young mm. girl, is battling cancer, which has oh, an yeah. effect yeah, on the yeah, people yeah. around her. Yeah, as all kids with cancer do. And so they, do. they set up a nice Christmas for yeah, her in November because so. she's not going to make it to December. Right, that's a tear. In a small town, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah in a small town, they're all in small towns. No, but it's <laughs> not no, one not. of them. Yeah, pretty much. They all go from New York to some small town. They're all small town people. Well, they—I mean—they don't have my they don't know that they are, but they become small town. People. I got to go back through and look to see if they have my Christmas tree movie. And they don't have Graceland Christmas on here. Is ticking um, me up. No. They better Graceland Christmas better be yeah. number two. Number two, two mm-hmm. signed, sealed, mm-hmm. delivered for Christmas from 2014. Mm, I don't know that one either. Oliver, Shane, Norman, and Rita work together in the dead letter office to solve the mystery behind an undeliverable Christmas card from years past. What year is that from? 2014. Okay. And the number one, as ranked by Newsweek, best Hallmark Christmas movie. We go all the way back to 1999. No way. Come Come on now. Come on. A season for miracles. Season for miracles. A miracle occurs for a homeless family consisting of two children uh, neglected by their incarcerated mother and their protective aunt who's trying to keep them out of the foster system with the help <laughs> of an angel. Who's that? Uh, who's who's the actress there? She looks familiar. I know that actress. What, what's her name? Starring uh, Carla Gugino and Kathy Baker. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. Is Carla, that Kathy Baker? Is that Gugino. Carla? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know they and David Conrad. They He's like been in a bunch they of stuff like too. to get the actresses from the old eighties and nineties yeah. sitcoms, like yeah. you know Danica McKellar, who was in The Wonder Years, uh, Candace Cameron Bure, who was in yes. Full House, uh, Lacey Chabert, who was in I don't know what something. <laughs> uh, what was that? Party of Five or something? Oh, maybe yeah. Uh, yeah Party of I think. So if they can get an actress who's been in something that you recognize from the past, then they're miles ahead of the game. Well, I mean, that's why Christmas at Graceland was so great, because they had Kelly Pickler. <laughs> Kelly Pickler. <laughs> <laughs> or if they can get a contestant uh, from she won, didn't American she? Idol. No, Kelly Pickler didn't win American what? Idol. What? No. Okay, I think I she was it. like third or fourth or something. 
Um, but, you know, she was well known from that. So, yeah, if they can get anybody who's, you know, kind of famous that you recognize, Kelly Pickler will do, even though she's probably not even an actress, is she? She, uh, wait she's a minute. In country. She finished in sixth place. Sixth, okay. <laughs> Told you. I thought she did better than that. Grace no. Line of Christmas just dropped down a couple of points. Yeah, she, did, she didn't even come close to winning. So. Wow. It's too bad. Kelly, you're out. <laughs> But did you love her movie? I I haven't seen her in that. It it was yes, Uh, it was good. Was it? Yeah, it was good. It was. I mean, I liked it because you know it's Christmas at Graceland, but the overall moving of it. So like Graceland, like the Elvis House Graceland. Yeah, they let them do Christmas there every year, but this year (laughs) they didn't think they were going to be able to make it. Oh, really? Yeah. They let who do Christmas there every year? This group. They do outside in the front yard. There's no way they would Outside let anybody do Christmas at Graceland. Well, yeah, they let this group. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay. All right. I'm mist- I guess I'm mistaken. Okay. Right? Because there you is are. a group. Thank you. That does it every year? i got to find what they That's wonderful. I can see what they call it. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. It's so I'm glad the group so from bad. Christmas at Graceland gets to do Christmas well, at Graceland every year. There's some fine music. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we're celebrating this. So they literally have christmas at graceland well, at the a elvis house there, yeah. okay all right triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three uh and at pat unleashed on twitter great idea from the president he wants unfair coverage uh tested in in the court system which i'm i'm not sure how you would do that necessarily but he he said early yesterday that the one-sided and unfair media coverage should be tested in court in the court system a real scandal is the one-sided coverage hour by hour of networks like NBC and Democrat spin machines like Saturday Night Live. All right. <laughs> well, Saturday Night a, Live is not a news They did a huge bit program. this weekend, though, uh, where it was uh, Trump, uh, wonderful. A world without what yeah, it would have been like without yeah, him. Without him, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was. Uh, it was. Was it good? It was so good. Oh, Pat. I mean, if you thought there's no Christmas, such thing, there's you, almost no such thing. Christmas at Graceland was good. Yeah, then this you'd was love even this. this was even better. Uh huh. It was not that good. It and never I, is. It was, but it was just this long drawn out bit, and it was you know they got all the stars in it, and everybody was there for their for their part, and you know they got a couple of ha 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 we hate Trump laughs, mm-hmm. and uh, then that was it. I'm sure <laughs> live yeah. from New York on Saturday night. That's all you have to do, though. That's all you have to do for Saturday Night Live. Um, but the president said it's it it is all nothing less than unfair news coverage and Democrat commercials should be tested in courts can't be legal only to well, fame well, it and be legal. I got news for you it can be legal it, that's, that's the well, whole point it is legal um, <laughs> it is legal they only defame and belittle collusion <laughs> I know it's because <laughs> this you know that's dangerous territory and. And I I hope he can be talked down from that ledge because every once in a while he goes out on that ledge and he says, does. you know, we need to new, do something about the uh, I know. libel laws in this country or we need to test the one-sided coverage in this country in courts. Really dangerous stuff. Really dangerous. And look, I believe in free speech just like the next guy. But but there's got to be a limit. Got to be something. There's got to be a limit. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, it's that's not. It's, it's not a good thing. No, it is not. He posted the tweet after Saturday Night Live pondered the world without him 
Um, he also knocked the sketch comedy show after its season premiere earlier this year, saying it was just a political ad for the Democrats. And that, I mean, it is. It that is. is true. It is. Yeah, that is true. But it can be if they want. You don't have to watch, though. Um, he often labels negative co- coverage fake news, calls the media the enemy of the people. In October, he blamed what he deemed unfair media coverage for causing great anger in the country. And I think he's partially right about that. Said in a pair of tweets following a violent week of mail bombs and a shooting um, that the fake news media is the true enemy of the people. There's great anger in our country caused in part by inaccurate and even fraudulent reporting of the news. That's true. Yeah, I mean, that's true. It's true. The fake news media and the true enemy of the people must stop. So must calling them the enemy of the people, probably. That's it's just not a that's not a good idea. (laughs) Not helpful. Not helpful. Um, but, uh, you know, as far as going after Saturday Night Live, satire is protected by the First Amendment. And good. And it should be. Yes. Uh, but, you know, just do what I do if you don't like it. Don't watch Don't watch. It. I don't, I haven't watched Saturday Night Live since, I don't know, it's late 80s, time. I watched, early 90s. And, and I love, uh, you know, like, uh, Robert De Niro, uh, you know, he plays his, uh, Robert Mueller. Uh, that's his character, and I love how he, you know, came out. Remember when he said he just he's past it now, mm-hmm. and uh, he just wants to move on, and we got to figure out a way to, you know, come together. But I'm still going to do these bits that make Trump look horrible and and be Robert Mueller and want to put him in prison and show how much I hate him. That's sure. it, though. Yeah, yeah. That's it. But we need to come together. Thanks, Rob. Appreciate it, Robert. Take care. And you're a big I, fan I, of his, though. I am. I you're am a big I, fan. Actually, one of the funniest bits. Saturday Night Live has done in forever. I just saw the other day, and I'm not sure when they did it, but it was a, I don't know how old it was, but it, they did a uh, Elf on the Shelf bit. Mm-hmm. That was the funniest bit they've done in forever. It was, it was, really? it was uh, not too long. It was not, you know, it was perfect. Did it actually timed have an, out. An It ending? had a point and an ending, and it was, and they were done. Hard to and believe they had an ending. Really fun. I know. Because they never do. They no. It seems like it goes on forever. We don't know where to end it. We'll just take it for another two minutes until nobody knows where the hell we're at. And then we'll quit. And then it'll just end. Yeah. <laughs> I love it when they do that. It's agonizing. Because sometimes they'll have a really good premise for something, I know. something funny. And then it's just like, wait, what? You're already in commercial? What happened to the... There's no punchline. Well, it, and sometimes they have, oh, that's a really funny bit. That's funny. And you're laughing and then... It's supposed to have ended, I think, but they're still going. <laughs> yes, and then it's, that does wait. happen as well. Wait, yeah. are, why are you still going? Because I want to. I want to be done with this bit now, and they're still going. And then I want to be done with this, and then it's just like, uh, okay, we're done. Yeah, triple eight nine hundred. Unbelievable. Thirty three ninety three. Uh, more Pat Gray Unleashed coming up in just a second. So when your ears aren't clean, Pat, they can get really uncomfortable. You know that as well as anybody else. They itch. They're painful. They get plugged up, mm-hmm. making it harder to hear. I've got a way for you to clean your ears, just like the doctors do in their office, only you don't have to go to their office. The Wax RX system. Physicians oh, it's, it's not trust putting a candle up to my ear. And no, you don't want to do that. Trying I mean, to melt the wax. I mean, you could do that, sure, but it's kind of dangerous putting fire next to your head with the. Yeah. You know, put the candle next to your head. You don't want to do that. And a lot of people mm-hmm. use, you know, the cotton swabs. Yeah. They're not supposed to go in your ear. 
No. That'd still be silly. All that does is stick the wax way down deeper into your ear canal. Yucky. Kind of makes you wonder, what are cotton swabs for then? To clean your outer ear. Oh, okay. All right. And to also clean other items, you know, like around the house or little, little cleaning swabs. Okay. Takes to a get long, into like takes uh, a long time to clean crevices floor with in those, your, but you do in, get uh, your done. kitchen counter or something. Okay. <laughs> yes. 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 But not in your ear. But not in your okay? ear. Okay. Now the Wax RX system comes with everything you need to safely clean out all the earwax and condition your ears conveniently at home for less than the cost of that doctor's visit. Go to usewaxrx.com, order your reusable earwash system today. Use the offer code radio, ship it right to your house for free. Usewaxrx.com. Ray Unleashed. 888-900-3393 and at Pat Unleashed uh, on Twitter. Uh, something you might think would fit better with a Saturday Night Live skit than actual reality. Um, school children will be taught that all genders. <laughs> I love this. This is amazing. This is political correctness gone so far astray. That it defies all logic, all reason, biology, science. You know, it defies everything. School children are going to be taught that all genders can have periods <laughs> in new sex education lessons. I mean, that's good. In a victory for transgender rights campaigners. They've been campaigning for this. Uh, the advice to teachers was have approved they? by Brighton and Hove City Council so in, in the UK, they're just a little bit, a teeny little bit ahead of us now sometimes. We've got to catch up. We're trying. We have got we are to trying. catch up. We cannot have let this stand. If you think that only... Only only women. Only women. Can have, can have a menstrual cycle. Then you... Then you're sorely idiot. mistaken. Uh, so they're trying to tackle the stigma uh, around menstruation, that it involves just you know, females. <laughs> it is such a stigma. <laughs> it is such a stigma. It is. It is. It, and, and I will admit, this is a stigma that I bought into somehow mistakenly that only females could have this particular thing happen to now, them. No, we do know. I mean, we, we have we have said that, you know, males suffer from it before. It's never been told that it's where we weren't. It wasn't actually, I don't think, true. No, right. Mm-hmm. Right. It's never been taught in schools. So, but, but, but it's because, be now. so now we know it's true. The new advice follows a council report which said trans boys and men and non-binary people may also have periods. Thank you. Menstruation must be inclusive of all genders. Um, no, it isn't, and it must not be because it it isn't. So, I hope somebody in England pushes back on this how do you let this stand uh because they're not haters <laughs> okay they are inclusive so bins used for menstruation uh, products will be provided in in all of the bathrooms for children so you know in the in the boys and the girls and <laughs> the good thing is the non-binary when they uh, run bathroom. out in the girls bathroom they'll at least mm-hmm. have nowhere some are that's true that's very true it also calls for transgender students and pupils to be provided with additional support from a school nurse if needed. Uh, the report recommends that language and learning about uh, these cycles is inclusive of all genders, cultures, faiths, and sexual orientations. Uh, 
Wow. For example, girls and women and others, and who, others. who have these uh, cycles. It's important. Uh, the city council said in a statement, by encouraging effective education on menstru- menstruation and puberty, we hope to reduce stigma and ensure <laughs> no child or young person feels shame in asking for those products inside or outside of school if they need them. That is unbelievable. That is unbelievable. So you're going to deny science. You know, how many times has the right been accused of being science deniers? Oh, my gosh. Over Over and over over and over. And all you see now on the left are morons like this denying actual physical science, biology, that a a fetus is not human, that, uh, that boys and girls both have menstruation periods. Well, they're not different. They're not. There's no it's, difference. It's, you, you are who you identify as. I mean, that's what. That's the big belief behind the uh, the the trans uh, girl guy from Spain that was in Miss Universe, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I was. Oh, I'm female here in my head, mm-hmm. uh, not mm-hmm. not just my body. Well, okay, but that's why'd you have the surgery then? Mm-hmm. Because I wanted to be more of a female. But it's all how we think. That's who we are. Whatever you sure. think you are, okay. that's what you that's are. That's what you are. And everybody think else it, has to recognize And so it. be it. Uh, we, right. That's part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Right? It used to be. That is the uh, problem. Yeah, he thinks he's a bird. You can think you, whatever you want to, but right. I, I don't have to think that right. about he, you. Well, thinks, now I do. He thinks he's a bird. Let him go. Everybody thinks that. <laughs> now, today's world, he goes, he, he thinks he's a bird. And you don't? Mm-hmm. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Because um, he's yeah. not a bird? According to the city council, we believe that it's important for all genders to be able to learn and talk about menstruation together. Our approach recognizes the fact that some people who have uh, menstruation are trans or non-binary. What? (laughs) What? The same council also recently released a trans inclusion schools toolkit to help teachers treat gender identity sensitively. Um, it asks teachers to be respectful and inclusive of children who are questioning their gender and tells them that purposefully not referring to children by their preferred pronoun or name can constitute harassment. Oh, gosh. And, of course, be a reason for dismissal. The toolkit also recommends schools adopt a non-gendered uniform so, so all children feel included. Oh, that's good. And to reduce bullying. Um uh, oh man! That's one of the MPs, place. one of the MPs in the UK, said it was insanity for teachers to tell pupils that transgender boys can have periods. Thank you. Thank you. Are you kidding me? One of the one of the parliamentarians believes that <laughs> boys can't have these menstruation cycles. They need to be run out of office. Wow. <laughs> He said learning about periods is already a difficult subject for children that age. So to throw in the idea, girls who believe they're boys also have periods will leave them completely confused. Right. But so what? That's okay. As long as the trans community feels comfortable with what's being taught in school, then everything's fine. Leading doctors have previously recommended that primary school children are taught about LGBT issues. Well, I mean... First of all, I don't want you to do that. Uh, l- leave that to me at home. Thank you. Secondly, 
Um, you could teach them about LGBT issues. That doesn't include teaching them incorrect facts. You, you can't teach them things that aren't true just because you want them to be. That doesn't work. If, you, if you're in... I, I'm, I'd be pulling my kids out of school. Oh, yeah. You can't be teaching them uh, you, falsehoods. You're just lying to them. That is bizarre. It sure is. And we, we're expecting our teachers to... I mean, they're there to teach our children facts, right? Yes. I mean, it's in in grade school. I, I, I got the whole, you know, we should, you know, we're thinking out of the box now. But in grade school, it's supposed to be, you know, reading, well, writing, arithmetic, right? Facts. You can think out of the box. You don't lie to the kids. Right. It's this. It's crazy. It's just crazy. Uh, the draft government recommendations say schools are free to determine how they address lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender issues. But they better address it right. Ensuring that teaching is sensitive and age appropriate. And um, and I guess it is sensitive to tell people lies. Yeah, every, <laughs> every gender going to have menstruation periods. Don't worry about it. Uh, all of them. Everybody. Boys, girls, non-binary. It doesn't matter. Royal College said there needs to be a clear statement that LGBTQQIA2+. Yeah, I noticed you didn't mention QIA in your little LGBT no, I'm making, teaching thing. I'm making so. sure to do that now because okay. the article actually doesn't. I'm just filling it in for him. Oh, okay. <laughs> and relationships are part of teaching about healthy relationships in primary school. This can be demonstrated in relation to families, but also it's helpful to children to learn the meaning of terms such as lesbian, gay, and bisexual. Is it? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, again, leave that to the parents. Leave that to the parents. That's... That's not the duty of the school. Um, but you certainly shouldn't be telling them falsehoods. You certainly shouldn't be lying to them. And what is that when you're telling them that all genders have this? All genders it's have a the lie. same. It's a lie. Uh, wow. I mean, that is dangerous stuff. And they, they look, if you're who believes that it's the truth, for real. I mean, we're looking to indoctrinate, and then sooner or later, everyone mm-hmm. does believe that. Because if you're so. if you're a, a little boy and you have an older sister, mm-hmm. you already are aware in your household of something that's different than you, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. when you're told that in school, you're like, no, no. Um, mm-hmm. In my house, <laughs> I mean, can you believe? Can you imagine how confusing that will be to kids? That the boys are expecting to have develop a, right. a menstruation situation, and even little girls with older <laughs> brothers. I mean, the whole and mom and dad, that whole situation. I mean, if if they have that household, mm-hmm. they're looking at the teachers like you know. And what happens when they question it? Then they're in trouble, right? Yeah. Yes. What kind of household do you yeah. live in? What kind of haters are your parents? Wow, they told you this isn't true. Oh. Why do your parents hate? <laughs> right. It's amazing. It's madness. It's really amazing. 888 Use that number tomorrow, and uh, we will be back here. Uh, wow. Talking about, yeah, got to tell you about the uh, Ohio ban on heartbeat abortions. Pretty amazing. Uh, new law just passed in Ohio. We'll get into that uh, tomorrow here on Pat Grant. 